I'm a fat, healthy bitch, Tom. <laughs> <laughs> all my 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 all my cholesterol, my blood sugar, my blood t- pressure, everything's always good. If I could get my anxiety under control, I'd be in good shape. Yeah, and my teeth are impeccable. They're kind of, you know, yellowy. They're not super white, but they're really healthy. <laughs> <laughs> it looks like maybe I'm a smoker, but my teeth are very healthy. My doctor was like, "You have beautiful teeth." Mm. Like, okay, well, I need a whitener. So, I mean, are are teeth whiteners? Is that like a scam? Is that a real thing? I mean, I think they do whiten them for a little while, but I mean, they break down the enamel. It's not good. It's not healthy for you. <laughs> Just embrace your regularly normal off-white teeth color. Speak for yourself. I got beautiful partly whites. Natural? Natural. All natural, FDA approved. Well, actually, mine got busted out in Little League. So they're fake. So they're fake. So. Yeah, but my I'm mom's got them. fake front teeth, too. She got hit with a motorcycle. <laughs> huh? It's worse than getting hit by a baseball. Yeah, she was playing, like, uh, chicken with one of her assistant basketball coaches in high school who was riding, like, a fucking moped motorcycle thing were they both on mopeds no she was walking in the parking lot and playing chicken with him and he hit her (laughs) and he continued well he continued to coach and she got a few veneers damn she should have cashed in on school school paid for it my cousin gets free dental work for life from walmart oh fuck yeah he slid and busted his teeth out and they didn't have one of those signs up Oh, shit. I'd have held out for you know, yeah, hmm. something better hundreds now. of thousands. But I wonder if all all the opportunities I've missed out on being able to sue people for. We should be slipping jimmies. I'm here. I'm here for it. Yeah. Oh uh, yeah, I'm getting desperate. I'm thinking. I just really wish I could come up on fifty grand. Oh. If somebody would just Venmo me fifty G's right quick, I'd be sitting. I would buy my house and I wouldn't leave it again. <laughs> Surely to God, we could, in an afternoon, we could figure out a way to get that out of Don Childers. If we, I mean, I would even be, go so far, I just don't want to deal with the bank. I would pay it back, maybe, potentially, over time. <laughs> we could work out a payment plan. But if I just knew one person who could loan me 50 Gs, and I know you're going to say my Aunt Sue, Rebecca, but she talks real bad about everybody who asks her for money to me, so I feel like I can't go that route. Yeah, I, for 50 k, <laughs> she can call me every son of a bitch that ever was. <laughs> Oh, you think I should just eat it? Yeah. Just take yeah, the fucking... Let <laughs> if they're, they're talking bad about you anyway, I promise. Yeah, yeah. that's true. I mean, what's but the I worst... But I still have it? to pay it back. Really? Like, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, they've made my mom pay back like $16,000, and my mom's like, they are so... They are so good to me. I'm like, Mom, they shit... They, they make more a minute than you make a y- fucking year. Like, she... My mom really cannot conceptualize how much wealth they have. She just, like, doesn't... And they're related by blood, yeah? Yeah, it's her first cousin. She, my mom, my mom, it's not just her. My, my mom thinks that, she still thinks that hard work equals wealth, even though she works so hard and she's so fucking broke. Yeah, my mom's the same way. How do, well, I don't understand it. It's like they can't, it's like if they were to let that go, it would ruin their entire life, the basis that they've built everything on. Because these are women with a sick work ethic. Right, Tom? Yeah. My mom has a disturbing work ethic. Mm-hmm. It's sick. Yeah. yeah, it doesn't matter. Like if they, if like their boss called them up and said, "I ain't, I can't pay you this week," they'd still come in and work forty well, yeah. hours. For she them. has. My mom clocks out because she can't get overtime, and then goes and finishes her work almost daily. Yeah, well, I have talked to her about this so many times. I'm like, "Mom, you." They let her work for years without ever helping her sign up on their uh, retirement plan that they should have been paying in three percent. Yeah, every paycheck. 
and she kept asking them about it because I kept asking her about it. And they kept telling her the computer system was down. She couldn't sign up. <laughs> Been down for three years now. Three fucking years. Oh. Mm. I used well, to have sorry, work ethic. Sorry, this is kind of a tangent. What happened to your work ethic? I don't <laughs> It was beat out of him. I started working at nonprofits. <laughs> that will suck it out of you real quick. I used to, at one point in my life, I had such a work ethic that envisioning a life after work, like retirement, used to give me, like, just the idea, like, my current life now would have given me anxiety 10 years ago. You used to yeah. be a boomer? Yeah, you I were used a, to. You were a baby boomer. I used to. Interesting. I used to get literal anxiety thinking about not working. Just having nothing to do, and now it's my life. <laughs> Is that that the concept of heaven really fucked me up for the same reason? <laughs> I could just get to hang out in this really tacky place for all eternity, doing and like nothing. Hang out with like well, cherubs. Sh- streets do, of gold, so pretentious. You do it's like so tacky. <laughs> you do praise God for eternity. You are doing that's your one activity. Like you're prostrate praising God forever. Let your mind go through that like feedback loop where you're like, oh, forever? Forever, forever? Even, here's the weird part. Even if I could conceptualize something I enjoy doing and would be like, this is cool, the idea of doing it forever still is like, huh. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. It's, it's insane. Even, and it's still... Like, you know, I I think, oh, yeah, that's over. People, it's not even considered anymore that you would do something for your whole life. But even teenagers still have this mindset. It's like, yeah, i got to figure out something, you know, a career. And I'm like, no, you don't. Careers are over. Christianity boils down to basically choosing between the lesser of two evils. Because it's basically... Lesser evilism, huh? Yeah, it's, it's lesser evilism, but it's, it's like... It's electoral politics. Pretty much. It's like you can either spend forever in hell or in heaven neither of them are preferable i mean neither of them are great because it's forever what's the words uh, well, hell you... for company heaven for climate <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah well did you ever p- piddle much in purgatory what's going on there it's what you just kind of hang purgatory? out there to till somebody i mean well, we believe we we're baptists we didn't believe in that oh yeah same here but according to many lifetime original specials <laughs> that i have taken in in my day purgatory means you're on earth trying to fulfill some last uh fleeting goal you had or something to save you you're just so close to getting into heaven but you have to prove one last thing you can do i see interesting you have to concept. do one last thing to get you all over the edge or it's hell for certain yeah um well i mean i like the isn't there like a religious sect around here called the No Heller, Hellers, and they believe there's no hell that this is hell? Yeah, they're called Jehovah's Witnesses. Yeah, <laughs> they believe that I this know. is hell. I think that's what Jehovah's Witnesses. And everybody about. goes to heaven when they die. Is that what it? Maybe. I thought it was like primitive Baptists. I thought they were the No Hell. They might have. I don't know. I feel like every primitive religion around here is like <laughs> mostly only hell. It's basically every you're going to hell. Everyone. That's the only there's option. Like, you there's got. really no promise of heaven yeah, around you got here. That ba- you got that backward. <laughs> yeah. It's like no heaveners, I think. Interesting. I mean, all they talk about is hell, really. Yeah, yeah. You know, Jesus preached a lot about hell. You know, speaking of Jesus, speaking of Jesus, Tom, so I've been really thinking a lot lately about you know how it's interesting, like with this Epstein stuff. <laughs> I knew, I knew 
I know you've you been going. fishing for a, for an <laughs> Epstein segue, but let's get to it. Like, you really can see how, like, maybe, maybe, maybe Jesus was like a high-profile pedophile who arranged like child sex trafficking for the Roman elite. And they disappeared him in the same way to like Epstein. Is this is this what you is this what you've pitched to the network for National Treasure Three? <laughs> <laughs> or uh, what's, what was that Dan Brown book? Everybody lost their damn oh, mind over Angels and Demons. Or what was the first one? The big one? though? something code. <laughs> the, da da Vinci Vinci code. code. the Da Vinci Code. I just pulled the Da Vinci Code off my shelf and sent it to Grace's closet. Why did I have a copy of the Da Vinci Code? Oh shit. You should have let me borrow it. Well, it's at Grace's now. I'm sure you can go pick it up. It's probably in the free section. Yeah. Well, okay. What I'm where I was going with that is um, where I was going with that. It's like you can see how. Okay, so with the Epstein stuff, there's a few theories as to what happened to him, right? Wait, what's your theory? How do I say? Let's get caught up on the news here. Interesting developments, and I don't know if these are joke headlines or real headlines, but who can tell now? <laughs> how do you sparse it, it out? Is it true that uh, some guard there said he heard like some noises coming from Epstein's cell. For that, is that, was, is that real? That was reported by the AP. Some discussion. There was shrieking noises. Shrieking noises come from there. Okay, so that's one. The report. The New York Times reported last night that two guards were found. And this is the thing about it. This was discovered in an investigation launched by Trump's own Attorney General William Barr. There were two guards that fell asleep. They fell asleep. <laughs> You can't be serious. <laughs> this isn't real. They fell asleep. And so this is what I got to think. Watching a man on suicide watch. <laughs> yes. They fell asleep. And and <laughs> this is cartoon. I mean, this is Trump's America. It's all cartoons. It's cartoons because it's raised a conversation about <laughs> incarceration, weirdly and then, enough. And then Epstein pulled out an anvil and dropped it on his own head. <laughs> yeah, it's like fucking Acme Looney Tunes or some shit. <laughs> Well, okay, so... <laughs> Sorry, go ahead. I was thinking about this, like, what if Trump, if I was Trump, I would use this as pretense to, like, finally lock her up. You know, like, he ran on lock her up. I would use it on pretense to, like, lock up the Clintons. <laughs> like, he's got his attorney general looking into it. I mean, fuck it. Why not? If he puts the Clintons in jail... <laughs> That would be fucking hilarious. This, honestly, I think that would send Tom into such a disarray. I, I, don't don't know know to, I just wouldn't know what to do with it. I swear I just wouldn't know what to do with it. <laughs> well, Tom wouldn't come back from that. <laughs> well, here's here's what I was thinking. This is the He would also reign for a thousand years because people would be oh, like, well, he did it. what he said he was going to do. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. People would love that. They'd eat Fuck. it up. Putting, I'll tell you this, putting the Clintons in jail would be is the only way Donald Trump wins re-election. <laughs> well, I think it would be. It's the perfect opportunity. That would shore up, like you yeah. know, if if Golden his base ticket. is sagging, that would shore it up. Golden mm -hmm. ticket to four more years. Well, so there's all this question of the, does the theory that he killed himself? Obviously, that's the accepted. Boring, <laughs> right? Then there's the theory that someone killed him. Then there's the theory that. His first suicide attempt was he he was replaced with the body double. 
like, I haven't heard that. Yeah, moved out of this. Oh zone. wow, that's well. And so this is what I was thinking creative. about. Hold on, 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 hold <laughs> on. What's your umbrella man? Your honest to god umbrella man scenario for Epstein's suicide? <laughs> <laughs> like, what is for those that haven't seen that little short that came out a couple years ago? What is like the implausible? plausible thing right that caused this the thing that is like the the thing that's real and not conspiratorial but is even weirder than the conspiracy itself yeah uh, i mean well, i have one <laughs> yeah go for it that he escaped and left a double a dead body look-alike and now he's in Kilargo or wherever the fuck exactly deep deep mexico <laughs> Has anybody seen Joe Walsh, not Joe Walsh from the Eagles, <laughs> but Joe Walsh at Walsh Freedom and Jeffrey Epstein in the same room together? They look identical. Has nobody ever noticed this besides me? Yeah, oh. I thought he looked like Rahm Emanuel. I think they look very similar. Similar. Rahm Emanuel. Yeah, I could see Rahm Emanuel a little bit. I mean, I saw a picture and I was like, well, what's, what's wrong? How the hell's he got back in it? It was fucking... It was... It was just... <laughs> What did he do? Rob Emanuel's wormed his way back to the news again. <laughs> yeah, I was like, what's his ass doing now? Uh, oh. I have an island I, with I, young kids. What if, uh, here's the thing. Epstein was kind of leaning into the pedo thing. You know what I mean? Because remember how like the reports were like he didn't think there was anything, any moral quandary with having sex with teenagers? Right, he was trying to. And also, we should not say Pedo's probably not exactly the right word because pedophile refers to somebody that's sexually attracted to prepubescent children he was attracted to. Right. He's a child molester. He's a child molester. Yeah. There you go. Right. A child trafficker. Not that any of that... Not that, not that I'm, I'm dying on the Jeffrey Edlund. <laughs> <laughs> I sound like I was defend, swooping in to defend yeah, Epstein yeah, a little but he's bit. also trafficking children. Right. right. A predator. We'll he's just, a predator. Yeah. Um, He's canceled. That's safe to say. Yeah, it's safe to say. <laughs> and I and I don't. I you know I shouldn't play fast and loose with that. But here's the here's what I think. It doesn't strike me as like any like great shame that he had <clears throat> in like his crimes or anything like that. Yeah, it doesn't seem like he was a guy that like felt like he had done anything wrong or whatever. Right. The uh, if he killed himself. <laughs> It wasn't because of all the shame that had come down on him. He wasn't, like, eaten alive with his own guilt. Well, yeah. Well, I'll say this. Um, having been in the periphery of prisons for over five or six years now, it's very hard to kill yourself in prison. Right. It's not easy. Especially if you're on suicide watch. Yeah, especially if you're a high-profile defendant, criminal, whatever the fuck. Yeah, um, to, to hang yourself too. I mean, like if they would have said so like he just difficult. beat his head against the wall and killed himself yeah, by blood, like I buy that a little bit. But well, this is why. This is why I was earlier saying, "What if? What if?" <laughs> I'll go. I'll go. I'll I'll go with you here. I'm look, with you. Look, the, obviously we don't know if there was a historical Jesus figure or not. We know that there was a guy around the turn of the first millennia or whatever who was like mystical and something happened to him in a cave his body disappeared who knows what the fuck happened but you can see how conspiracies start and maybe cults and then religions grow up around those conspiracies 
So could you imagine in a thousand years there is a church? There's a messianic, <laughs> Epstein's a messianic figure. He's a messianic figure. Because his death is so mystical? Yeah, like, <laughs> what if we never get off the bad timeline that we started on with Trump? And it just rains on for a thousand more years. And eventually the world's biggest religion, practiced by billions worldwide. Is a worship of Trump and Epstein. But just look, Epstein. but look. What you've just outlined is really not that far from what the Catholic Church is right now. They practice pedophilia. They, you know, I mean. Me and Tom are making the same face. Like, <laughs> like checks out. Check out. Uh, can't dispute that. Oh, 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 <laughs> On a mass scale. On a mass scale. They kept it under wraps. Not that inconceivable, huh? It's like reminds me of that time. I was in the principal's office at Beaver Elementary overnight. Kind of my ex girlfriend was a teacher over there, and I'd saw this. You weren't even a student there. This was a no, grown man. He's no, tell we, a story about him being a grown man around children <laughs> at this very juncture in the podcast. Yes, oh I'm having trouble I consider, following I myself. I didn't consider the optics of this. Continue. Uh, but there was this this woman there that had uh, she had two children that were obviously, you know black kids uh-huh and there was her husband who was not decidedly not black <laughs> and i overheard her say to the principal he was just like like because uh, he had he was like oh are you uh babysitting or something i forget what he said something like to imply that those were his kids. right she said no these are ours she said uh, they got that disease where they don't get their dad's genes <laughs> What? And to my mind, it's like, where's yeah? Well, she's not lying, actually. <laughs> yeah, she's, so you, she had saying? talked. She had not only talked this poor bastard into thinking those kids were his, <laughs> but also, but also, were they twins? But also, had talked this dumb son of a bitch into believing that there was a disease. There was some disease where <laughs> your kids just show up as if there's a. a <laughs> but this is the thing. But not actually a lie. Not actually a lie. They've got that thing where they don't get their dad's genes. But it's just a literally a, a really elaborate way of telling a lie. There was another guy that didn't, didn't really have his dad's genes, and he showed up here. <laughs> <laughs> it's Jesus Christ. I don't. I. I hesitate. I, don't know, I guess he did have his dad's genes because he like turned water into wine and yeah, all that kind of yeah, stuff. Yeah, so. yeah. Retraction. It's not a one to one. <laughs> Well, maybe. I thought what you were getting at is maybe it was a hereditary thing where <laughs> <laughs> that Jeffrey Epstein's a direct damn. descendant. <laughs> no. No, what I'm saying is that in history, there are historical figures who the circumstances around their disappearance becomes very mysterious. Their and, disappearance? And, there's, and we don't know like what Like that person that walked into Banana Joe's in Ohio and never walked back out. Yeah, Brian Schaefer. Brian Schaefer, Who just right. disappeared. Um, you know, but the thing is, he's like, that guy's just a random nobody. But, like, you know. Not now. Um, now he's on Trillbillies. <laughs> that's true. Now he's <laughs> on Trillbillies and about 2,000 other true crime <laughs> podcasts. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, we weren't first to that part. <laughs> um, uh, no, all I'm saying is that, like, no one is at the will of history. Right, and especially not right now. No, yeah, no one is at the wheel of history. And so, who the fuck knows who Jesus was? 
maybe he was a total degenerate whoever. Maybe he wasn't even crucified. Maybe something just weird happened to him. And he... Um, maybe. An, an entire religious cult grew up around him. Maybe what had happened to Jesus was that he got into some gambling debts in Galilee. <laughs> He's like, listen, I gotta get the fuck out of here. <laughs> I gotta go. So here's what we're gonna do. Right. Body double. I'm gonna get on this boat, hit the Sea of Galilee, and not look back. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he could have just hopped... Skip town. Yeah, he got a little. He was mm. got a little uh, too addicted to casting lots. All the greats. I'm not making light of the of Epstein's very real crimes, the things he <clears throat> did, and there's all kinds of speculation that maybe like this isn't the podcast to parse out the Epstein conspiracy. Our role in this podcast is to point out um, that history is never a defined thing. Yeah, uh, it's always up for interpretation and, and uh, control and possession. And with this conspiracy theory stuff, we're never going to know what happened to Epstein. Never. People need to understand that <laughs> you right away. Don't think away. the attorney general's going <laughs> to? No. Fuck even no. even if they did, it'll be some narrative they won't that fits Trump. It. Yeah. They won't release yeah. It. We'll never know what happened to Epstein. And this is the thing: we never knew what happened to Jesus. All we know is the historical fallout, the residue. Of what we're left with in the end. <laughs> Could you imagine that if you start out in this life? Epstein just had the strangest life to begin with, right? He like nobody knows really how he made his billions. He's Mystery. supposedly a math genius, but there's no evidence to corroborate that really. <laughs> right. And then he just ran a, a child sex ring on an airplane a in hedge, an island. A hedge fund and a child sex ring. Yeah. A mysterious hedge fund. Nobody really knows. How they got their money. And again, now his again, death will echo through eternity. Exactly. Again, we'll never know. <clears throat> Do you I, really think we don't know? We will never know. Never. No one will ever know. How will we ever know? This is why this is going to break so many people's brains. People are going to... It's going to break people's brains in the same way that, like, the Roswell incident <clears throat> broke people's brains. Like, something happened, but we'll never know exactly what it is. And what the interpretation if... of that will always be up for grabs, but we'll never know. Could we break this down into a... Uh... Nate Silver chart or something. Like the likelihood yeah, of what yeah, happened. Yeah, yeah. What's what's your what's your breakdown? What's the likelihood he really offed himself? I think here here's what I think. I think he was provided with the means to off himself. You can call it that murder, or or whatever. You it could, could have been the situation. Suit. They had some guard on the take. He walks in here, hands the guy rope, and says, yeah. "Do this, or you're going out the hard way." Yeah, because like he was like he was in this weird state where like he hated being in his cell so much, he would spend most of his days with his lawyers. Like he would just pay his lawyers to hang out with him, like in like private interview rooms and stuff like that. God damn, that's dark. Yeah, like he was clearly like. Unless your lawyers are like Mark Garagos, he looks pretty cool hanging out. With. <laughs> he's got that ponytail and yeah, and mean, dirge, of course. Money, why not? Why not hang right, out? Yeah, he's got the money exactly. But I think that he, he his lawyers were probably like, look, you're not getting out of this. You're fucked. They raided your house. They've got all this information on you. So they probably set up some 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 kind of scenario where they provided the means for him to off himself. That could be it. Could be totally innocuous. Maybe he wanted to kill himself, and like they just like, well, here yeah, yeah. we're going to turn the other cheek. Maybe there wasn't anything nefarious right. about it. I can't like. But I mean, maybe. But I don't know. I mean, I guess they did hear the shrieks from his cells, and you know, who the fuck knows? That is also the matter of. Uh, 
in the prison that was just conveniently located halfway between Chippewa and Westchester, <laughs> homes of Bill Clinton and Donald Trump. Right, right. And this ex-cop that didn't do the... I don't know. It's so you're just, saying there's, it was equidistant? It was equidistant? That you could draw like a pentagram or something around? Oh, it was a, it was a straight line. <laughs> boom, boom, boom. This guy in the middle... Like the place, like this, like police station. The guy that tried to kill him, that like used to work at this police station, that was positioned exactly halfway between Chippewa and Westchester. Oh yeah, this is sound like a guy. that's like here in Dealey Plaza. Listen, here's <laughs> yeah, what happened. This is you in front of a map. Here's the with observatory. Lots of twine and well, this tax. Is, like I said, the same thing with Ken, the Kennedy stuff. I I don't think we'll ever know what happened there. I think that like. You know, they say, like, they'll release the CIA documents in, like, 10 or 20 years. But even then, I don't think we'll ever know what happened to Kennedy. We'll never know what happened to Jesus Christ. We'll never, I mean, like, we'll never know. Are all CIA documents on, like, a time freeze? They open up, like, every year, do they open some CIA files? I don't know. I think so. It's mostly on shit no one gives a fuck about. (laughs) Didn't they, like, declassify some of the Roswell stuff? And And that's when everyone decided they were going to Roswell. Right. Well, the UFO stuff is, like, the government purposefully, like, facilitated belief in UFOs. Right. Like, at a point. Yeah. Um, like, that's Without not outright weird. saying it. They were yeah, just yeah, like, yeah. 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 They were, yeah. Um, so the government's been trying to break our brains for a minute. <laughs> <laughs> the worst thing is, the worst thing is. I think their first rodeo. <laughs> the, wor- the, the other thing besides eternity that really sucks is just never knowing. You'll never know. Fuck it, it's fucking bullshit. Look, this is, but this is the thing about history and life itself. There's all kinds of things you'll never know about. I mean, fuck shit. I got fired and I don't even know what happened. You'll spend your entire fucking life trying to figure out what happened, and you'll never finally, you'll never ever get there. The closest you can get is, I mean, that's what history is. It's a constant attempt to try to analyze reality, but nobody will really ever know. You know, you know another thing that's kind of <laughs> crazy. We spent a fair amount of time together, three of us, but we'll never truly know the inner mechanics of what's going on up here. You Who mean, would want of to? Of each other? Yeah. Or ourselves? Well, maybe y'all, because I'll probably turn translucent at a certain <laughs> point. You can see the actual gears turning. Like There's a bit worm, yeah. That's, <laughs> you can actually see the toxoplasmosis from cats <laughs> just oh like... Oh, my God. Reworking just, Tom's not, Just like going through my brain crevices. <laughs> oh, my God. Me acting erratically and saying things. Mm. Yeah, no, you'll never know. No. That's the thing about life. There's no closure. <laughs> you ever, you know, you ever watch that movie, um, what's that movie? Um, The Serious Man. Yeah, the Coen Brothers movie? Yeah. Yeah. That's kind of the premise of that. The guy's constantly worried about his wife going out or whatever. <laughs> it's just best not to know some shit, but some shit, like the Epstein murder or suicide we deserve to know about i mean that's true there's some things i mean i was talking to one of my brothers recently and i want to dox which one so i guess you have a 50 50 chance of figuring out which one <laughs> but he was talk- like we was talking about like uh like he would want to know if his partner was like cheating on him and i was like I think I'd want to know. Fuck that. I, Me I and Tanya talked about this. <laughs> I, I would not want to know. the people that <laughs> cop to their partners to cheating, like, you selfish Se- fucker. Yeah, selfish fuck Ignorance that. is yeah. bliss. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just rather go through life being dumb as fuck yeah. like that. What? Well, <laughs> I mean, the more prudent reality is to either stop or break up with them. Exactly. <laughs> and never, never just, just move on. Yep. Yeah. 
nuts. I love you, baby. I cheated on you. Yeah, I mean, to, to cop to cheating out of nowhere is honestly sociopathic. <laughs> Very sociopathic. Like, you are what you are initiating grief on someone just so you can watch it spiral out all centered on you. That's <laughs> yeah, yeah. true. Can't wait to see this pop bowl over onto my fucking face. But, <laughs> I, yeah, but every every fucking uh, Puritan's like, no, you have to. You owe it to them to say this and that. Yeah. It's like, people no, who this is about your guilt. That's I mean, the thing. Like, yeah. Relationships where people say like, you have to know, like you have to know everything. Like that's just our thing. Like we tell each other everything. Like <laughs> I, I want to tell you something. <laughs> if you believe that, I got fucking bridge to say. That is the first sign. There's a few. Uh, first signs of a toxic relationship <laughs> one is how good it looks on social media and two is that they tell each, each other everything i've confided things to friends they just get it who have told their significant other shit i'm like what the fuck i told you not to tell anybody like, well you know i tell them everything it's yeah, like you motherfucker no, you can't do that you can't do that uh, <laughs> also, like, yeah, also you don't tell them everything you're lying yes you know exactly what I mean? yeah. it's, you're, you it's, actually don't you're telling yourself that you don't also let that. me tell you let me tell you this let me it's tell you this so true you don't get fucking points for being honest either tom sexton a plus liar <laughs> i mean just i've seen this man tell a few i will say it's the biggest stone. lesson i've ever learned from tom well, i talk my you, way about anything you don't anyway. give points for lying <laughs> you don't give points for lying or wait, you don't, you don't get, get points, points for, for being telling, honest. For telling the truth. Tell the truth. Yeah, they're no. still going to leave you ass anyway. <laughs> <laughs> if, you, if you cop to it. So it's like, what do you want? What you want to stay with them? You can't tell them that you went out on them. Here's my line. It's you like, have to just bury it deep, deep, deep down. Right. Compartmentalize it and then tell yourself you're a good person. <laughs> We're creatives. We're creatives. We, we, our imagination works better than our uh, historical, you know, knowledge of what actually happened. We're making stuff up all the time. <laughs> Yes, exactly. <laughs> We're a, we, as Tom would say, he wouldn't know the truth. <laughs> don't know the truth. Literally don't. If Life, it sounded the truth better. sounded better. Yeah. Fuck. <clears throat> well. <laughs> well, I hope you're wrong, Terrence. I hope we find out what happened, old Jeffrey. I don't think we'll ever know. I really don't. I don't. I think that's just the nature of the reality you think we live in. Even if it comes out, it, we won't know it's the truth. I, I think we live in the we, this. We live in the weirdest country, and that we live in the most secretive Western society, but the one that also upholds itself as the paragon of transparency and democracy and everything else. I don't know. I mean, I kind of think that. I mean, if you let yourself spiral, which you probably have into the Jeffrey Epstein, it's like the people... You don't need any advanced degrees, sis. Been Epsteined out for the last five days. Yeah. I mean, it does feel like another, like, pretty clear sign that the the powerful few that are literally pulling every chain and pushing every button. Uh, Let me piggyback on what you just said with this one. Because this is something I've been thinking about a few days. I mean, Trump is not a powerful man. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah. there's he, he's still a puppet. <laughs> he's he's kind of that snail that had the worm going through. Him. You know what I mean? Who's the worm? Capital the capitalist class? Uh, this is I have no idea. But the trade off is that like whoever, you also get like all these crazy sound bites out of him too. Yeah, whoever so, killed Epstein, that's who. <laughs> he retweeted the Clinton body count conspiracy. <laughs> I saw that. Terrence Martin tweeted out. Did he? Yeah. Uh, Donald J. Trump. Didn't Ter- 
Yeah, it's a Terrence Williams. Terrence K. Williams, that's yeah, right. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Wow. Thank you. Well, and then right. later in the day, he was just tweeting about the mooch. He's tweeting about Scaramucci. Totally, totally <laughs> incompetent at his job. Well, before we get too far away from it, I want to say something real quick, piggyback on what you were talking about, Tanya, is that... And I know this is not an original point, and it's everybody else that's covered episodes probably did this, but I just want to reiterate that, like, for a country that's as goddamn ahistorical as this one, and for, like, the loyal opposition party to the ru- to the ruling party right now are so knee-fucking-deep in Russia conspiracies, for them to come out and scold people... Yeah. About fucking Epstein conspiracies. Oh yeah, tells you Come all you need to know on. about these fucking children. Dude, that is such a great point. Jeez Louise. I mean, how many times have we heard over the last week? Um, calm down with the conspiracy theories, and then like literally ten minutes later, Moscow, Moscow, Mitch, Moscow, Mitch, Nits, Nits, And then, but all, but but also too. <laughs> I can't live. But I mean, to even go further with that, like even the like. Most left leaning of our politicians, like yeah, LC, Bernie, all this stuff, will will tell you the straight face. It's a great fucking country. This ain't a great fucking country. Objectively, bad country. <laughs> <laughs> By every measure. By every measure, it's just a turd that can't reckon with any of its darks darkness. That just fucking okay. So I'm just gonna like. Supposedly, our our grand claim to fame across the planet is like access to clean water and sewage or something. We don't have that. Hollywood is our only soft power anymore. We make good movies. That's it. And (laughs) that's even debatable. I'd say we make good music, and that's it. That's our only cultural export that has any, in my opinion. I was talking to somebody about that recently. Like, you know, have you ever considered moving? like thing about this country like i hate it but I just love our music <laughs> <laughs> they were like you can God. listen to music anywhere they're all touring in other countries man, literally right also, now. it's also like <laughs> spotify man they still got spotify <laughs> yeah, yeah. in australia right. or wherever yeah Jesus. i'm dumb amazing um, but seriously i mean it just kind of harkens back to a point i've made on here before too about like you know about like those guys that scolded Steph Curry about questioning the moon landing. Uh-huh. Yeah, I understand <laughs> that that conspiracies frequently slip into racist and anti-Semitic territory and all that kind of stuff. But uh, guess what else is racist and anti-Semitic <laughs> is the origin stories of this fine country. <laughs> Your, that we tell every day to our country. school kids everywhere. It's just we not celebrate none of it with national holidays every other month. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We have like literal mythologies around, like, the pe- like about like George Washington never telling a lie. Weird shit. <laughs> Weird shit. Also, me and me and uh, Lee Baines were talking about this day when we were working on some of this tour stuff. Isn't it weird that? We think this country started with the Pilgrims and the Mayflower and all that <laughs> shit. Like we know people were here. Like I mean, and I'm not even talking like Native Americans too, but like there were like other colonies and shit like here. Right? Like it's just on the face of it ridiculous. It's insanity. I yeah. mean, even the few, uh, even the few redeeming storylines they've tried to float of like Rosa Parks and MLK are whitewashed and just. Sanitized. Incorrect. Yeah. <laughs> Just completely incorrect. Totally. To wash away any organizing yeah. history. Yep. <clears throat> well, 
But anyway, Moscow Mitch. <laughs> Bring us back. Moscow Mitch. Uh, okay, so we didn't cover this because we were on tour, um, but Fancy Farm was last week. That's the Kentucky. Oh, fuck. That's where the chants were? That's the of big course. bipartisan. That's where the Democrats of and Republicans course. all come together in a little barn. So and Mitch came to Fancy Farm? Mitch always goes to Fancy Farm. Oh, uh, I guess I figured it was beneath him or something. No, he goes every year. Um, well, he goes every year that he's campaigning, and I think he goes every year, too. I think he just yeah. goes regularly. Because KFGC used to go every year. I, I never had to go. I weaseled out of it always. But I just always feared it was more state. I mean, obviously, he's a Kentucky senator, but he don't fuck with us. Yeah. How often does he make a Kentucky uh, appearances, really? He Not comes often. to Pine Mountain Grill about every six years. <laughs> <laughs> There's a big ta-da about it. They run security and all this stuff, and he gives a 10-minute speech and then slips out the back. Well, why don't you... Can you explain... Pineapple Grill's only been there for 12 years, so he's been twice. <laughs> but yeah, he's been twice. <laughs> can you explain what Fancy Farm is, Tom, without... I think Fancy Farm is just like... It's sort of like this traditional thing where like they get Republicans and Democrats under the same shed, and they have like a little like barn dance, cookout, mm-hmm. whatever thing. You mean the Kentucky Derby? The St. Jerome Church wow. Picnic. Um, it's considered a church picnic? Yes. Yes. Um, in and the spirit of bipartisanship and how Kentuckians of any political stripe can work together and yeah. improve our fair commonwealth. Um, so Mitch raised, uh, he pissed off the ditch Mitch people because he had a picture of Amy McGrath's gravestone at Fancy Farm. What? They said he's the Grim Reaper? Uh-huh. Yeah. Called himself Mitch the Grim Reaper. called himself the Grim Reaper. Yeah, well, that's just thing. It had an image of her headstone. Well, You're lying. This can't be true. No, I'm I'm serious. It was totally scandalous for the ditch mitch people. They were like, "Wow, he's he's advocating violence against women." <laughs> and then right. I would just say there is a one million percent chance that an Afghan woman met her end at the hands of Amy. At McGrath. the hands of Amy. Oh, McGrath. absolutely. But Probably aren't, many. Aren't, uh, are we? Uh, <laughs> Yes, yes. I don't even know what you're going to say, but yes. <laughs> We're coming Mitch, unraveled here. Mitch McConnell showed up to a speaking event with a tombstone mocked up of <laughs> Amy McGrath. Of his political opponent, who is Amy McGrath, who he called Amy McGath at the... McGath. <laughs> he wasn't even... <laughs> <laughs> that, honestly, that's one of my tricks. I'll yeah. call someone a different name if I want them to know I don't respect them. <laughs> oh, you do that on purpose. Occasionally. <laughs> I don't care about you enough to know your real name. Get out of here. Well, so the their response to that, like I said, I sent you all that video. I of, can't even compute this. I mean, I occasionally, we bleeped out me saying, me calling for assassinations on this podcast. <laughs> well, Why? just Why because we don't want the State Department to, or, you know, <laughs> FBI to. Well, I mean, Mitch is immune from anything <laughs> he knew it it's no matter he could have brought anything out uh-huh. literally anything it wouldn't have mattered yeah i think mitch could get could, away with mitch could shoot up a visage of amy murder. mcgrath with with <laughs> and just laughing <laughs> maniacally the whole time <laughs> and get yeah, real and he'd be told that's the thing in politics there aren't rules L- trump ran on locker up trump trump was fucking at a rally a few weeks ago talking about deporting ilhan omar like there aren't rules this is the thing with Bernie, too. Like, this this media stuff. It's like, bro, when are you going to realize that you could literally get up there and call for beheading Jeff Bezos and no one can stop you? 
in politics there aren't rules. Well, what's interesting? <laughs> what's interesting about that is though they would put they would try to put a leash on Bernie. Like it was like, oh, that's just classless. <laughs> My God, he's trumping reincarnate. <laughs> well, that's what they've been saying with him in attacking the media this week, right? <laughs> Bernie attacking the media. Yeah, which is fa- it's fascinating. It's just a new, it's unbelievable line. Like this here's the dangerous. here's the thing here's the thing about like all these fucking media jerk offs that think that like they're above reproach. I can I know factually there are tons of errors in all the reporting about Eastern Kentucky. <laughs> like right. I, 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 I know. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. Like I know. So don't act like you're sitting here like you're this beacon of truth and everybody's trying to fucking tear you down. No, you're fucking dumb as hell and lazy at your job. <laughs> yeah. Can you imagine anyone being happy with any CNN report that comes out about their small town <laughs> in anywhere in America? Anywhere in America. <laughs> in, anywhere in Puerto Rico. And people act anywhere. Like, people act like journalism used to be like you know it was the, the nation's watchdog. <laughs> fucking Ben Bradley. <laughs> Fuck See, it. The, the Washington Post has always been a piece of shit. Like Ben Bradley was friends with JFK, like drinking buddies with oh, JFK. Yeah. Yeah. Like get the fuck out of here. These people have always been in the pockets and written whatever the fuck they want to to <laughs> befit their buddies. Well, so to run down the timeline, there was two things that happened. Um, so Bernie at a campaign stop was saying that Am- that the Washington Post did not like him because he criticized. Amazon and Jeff Bezos for not paying taxes. So there's nothing more to say about Moscow, Mitch. Oh, there's the. Oh, if you want to put a, if he you want, he called himself the Grim Reaper. Is this on he video? Can't, he can't get over that. No, I gotta watch it. I need you to. I, need you to I, I actually, I should walk about. I don't know if the Grim Reaper comment was in relation to the Amy McGrath thing or if it was something else. This is what he, this is what Pelosi said today about McConnell. We've sent our legislation to the Senate. Moscow Mitch says he is the Grim Reaper. <laughs> they're all running with this. Well, they're all running with it. They're, an entire warehouse, hundreds of people chanted Moscow Mitch at him at Fancy Farm. I guarantee you none of those people for, were from Kentucky. They're bust in from fucking Chicago. I know, that's why people were like, the libs were they like retweeting the shit out of that. Could have been. And it's like... Yeah, you know, I like to see Mitch McConnell get drowned out as much as the next guy, but not by a bunch of fucking dweebs from Vermont. That yelling Moscow Mitch. Yelling Moscow Mitch. <laughs> Nyet. Nyet. They had fucking posters that said Nyet. Nyet. It's disgusting. I'm disgusted. I'm literally disgusted by <laughs> Moscow. Not by Moscow Mitch, by the just the concept of this campaign. Just Nyet in general. Moscow Mitch says he's the Grim Reaper. Imagine describing yourself as the Grim Reaper, that he's going to bury all this legislation. All this legislation is alive and well in the public. Like they, they just fundamentally misunderstand. She's, in all, she's helping him brand himself. That's true. <laughs> Honestly, he's probably getting more money just because they are they've picked up this brand. Right. That's so weird. And you know what Mitch McConnell does? Just like Alex Perrine steps up there, does his shit, plows through it. Yeah, he didn't care. That he video didn't... you sent was like uh, just people yelling Moscow Mitch and him stepping yeah. out and said, we live in a great commonwealth. Yeah. <laughs> he didn't miss a beat. Didn't miss a beat. No, we we even, did. we, with a silent protest and a sign, that's it, silence, we at least made Hal Rogers repeat one of his sentences. Yeah. yeah oh, had yeah. him at least slightly shook. Yeah. He stopped, stared, and repeated the last also, thing he that, said. Also, that could be the plaque taking up residence in his brain, too, but. Yeah. Mm. He was also so moved to try to get us all fired from our jobs. It so. felt nice. <clears throat> Um, well, he succeeded. <laughs> he did, yeah. I was essentially ran out of my job, too. So. You recovered, though. <laughs> yes, I'm I- in here. Not- 
the long arm of justice or the long arm of something bends toward justice. I can't remember. The arc of the moral universe. Biden tried to use deploy that one and he attributed it to Obama. He said Obama said that? Are you fucking kidding me? He did. He did. He's like, as my friend Obama uh, uh, likes to say, as my best, as my best black friend Obama. <laughs> well, and he fucked up the quote too. It was like the arc of the moral universe is justice or something the, like the, that. The, the the arc of Bill Clinton's crooked dick <laughs> <laughs> bends toward prison, lock her up. You will always get a laugh on this co- on this podcast at any room probably with a Bill Clinton's crooked dick joke. <laughs> Bill Clinton, Bill Clinton reportedly does have a small crooked dick. <laughs> well, he's, he's got that, had, that uh, painful erection thing where the plaque. Epstein had the small oval dick. He like a small egg dick. Uh, Terrence, how far into this <laughs> are you? Terrence, shake him. Shake Epstein, him, did Epstein have a clearance? Well, I just I just saw a deposition where his um, micro pain. He he stormed out of a deposition because the um, prosecutors kept bringing his. Oval dick up. No way. Yeah. <laughs> is, is this to prove? I guess he so. had a choke. He yeah. had a fucking choke. Is this to to like they have eyewitnesses to prove that they have that they were molested well, by him? Yeah. In that, all seriousness, his victims said that. And all of his victims are like, yeah, chode. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah. Uh, this is. Uh, I'm not even gonna dig into the conspiracies that I'm. Yet. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh Knit. <laughs> how you think Mitch? How you think Moscow Mitch is home? Honestly, I'm just now processing all this because I've been like I've spent two days in the hospital, and I've just been like in. I've only been out of the house twice since Thursday. Uh huh. I saw you one of those times. Yeah. I said hey. Yeah, I just worked today and Monday, and every other day I've been at the house. I mean, you yourself haven't been in the hospital. No, right? Michelle's in the hospital. Um, Which she got a good report today at the doctor. Everything's yeah, going that's good. good. That's good to hear. But anyway, I've just um, yesterday I didn't even deal with anything. I worked on my house. What right now is troubling you the most, Moscow Mitch? I don't know. If it, maybe it's the, the Grim Reaper. <sighs> Honestly, just the look on your f- you've had the same expression on your face for about ten minutes now. Bewilderment <laughs> is what I call that. I don't want to pull this into a therapy session, <laughs> but. <laughs> I've been thinking recently. I've been wondering how many meltdowns is too many, <laughs> like a year, per se. Let's you know, think of a year. Okay. And I feel like this is leading me toward one. Honestly. World. And I just had one on <laughs> Monday night. About the state of the world or your life, or <sighs> this is embarrassing, but I'm going to tell it anyway. I let two back-to-back episodes of Orange Is the New Black send me into a deep, dark place. I can't, I can't watch it anymore. It was first. It was female genital mutilation, and then it was ice deportations and fucking little kids having to represent themselves in court. Yeah, that was. And it just up. sent me so fucking sharp down. I started like, I just like had a, had a complete meltdown. And Michelle's like, "Are you okay?" And I was like, "No, no, 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 <laughs> no." And then she said, "Are you about to start your period?" And. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, that's what it is. Even worse than the next morning. Spoiler alert, I started my period. <laughs> so now I know what's going on. <laughs> Very emotional. Anyway, I was just thinking like, you know, that was my first real meltdown in quite a while. I'm usually pretty good in the summertime. Uh-huh. But, I mean, ha- it has to be normal. I mean, let's okay, let's not use the word normal. But, I mean, what, 
what are girls meltdown? Like, how, how many meltdowns do you have a week or a year or a month? <laughs> how much time you got? I feel like I, I, I feel like we have to be allotted at least one good meltdown a month. You know what I mean? I feel like I have several a week. Okay, I'm not. See, I'm not there. I, I just wanted. To, I just wanted to do a check here. I, I feel like this could send me into one. Honestly, I just. I just feel like like. Maybe it's some of the feeling like we will never actually know what hot hevel, hell devils are actually controlling our lives. <laughs> Maybe that's what's sending me into the place. Mm-hmm. But these are it's probably Mitch. Mitch probably killed Jeff Epstein, honestly. We, we're, we're dancing around. No, I'm, <laughs> this is just a conspiracy. <laughs> you look, look so serious. You're like, huh. Now tell me more. <laughs> <laughs> You're thirsty. Uh, please. Yeah. <laughs> Explain your, uh, lay out your evidence. Interesting. But honestly, it's like, I don't know. He's just, uh, I, no, I don't know. I feel like maybe it would be easier if these like puppeteers were in plain sight, you know, yeah. like we knew their names. So, because we wouldn't suspect them as much. Psst, psst. The Bilderberg Group. <laughs> That's a deep cut. <laughs> yeah. I'm still not moved away from the Bilderberg Group yet. Which Mitch is probably on the board of. Well, so, I mean, the reintroduction of... I feel like there's probably a reason why the media melted down over the last 48 hours about Bernie... And why they've bl- deployed the term conspiracy theory about what he's said about the media. Have you noticed that? They- well, it's, it's exactly. The, uh, I started to make this point a little bit ago. But, like, the Moscow Mitch thing pulls double duty, right? Like, you pigeonhole Mitch. You, like, sort of cater to everybody with these Russiagate fantasies. But also, you try to stem the tide of rising socialism by sort of red-baiting. Like, a little, you know, mm-hmm. mild red-baiting. And it's kind of the same thing with what you're just talking about here. Right. It's an attempt to sort of alienate or sort of isolate socially this group of individuals by saying, look at them. They're, they have a conspiratorial mindset, which is the, ir- not jobs, da, 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 right, da. the irony of it is incredible because these are all literally the people conspiratorial who spent nut jobs. two and a half years yeah. telling us that Robert Mueller was like yeah. going to <laughs> deliver us from all this yeah. and that. That's indi- it's and they told us that Hillary Clinton was going to be the next president. Like it goes back, just like <laughs> right. so many right. lies. At what time? At what point are your bona fides? Do they get pulled because you have, in fact, yourself lost it while you're pointing at everybody else and saying, "I know you're losing it." You know what I'm saying? Say, there are no, there's no, there's no checks and balance. Where, where are they? Yeah. Where? I mean, let's not. <laughs> if you think, if you honestly think. <laughs> If you honestly think Jeff Bezos gets no editorial say in what the post runs, you're fucking crazy. I obviously should have showed up here with tequila and not sparkling water. Well, it's, the thing is, and I saw even two people on the left saying, well, I don't think that Bezos does have a hand in, like, this is an old argument. Um, I personally don't think that Bezos cares enough about what's going on at the Washington Post to, like, micromanage it. Also, but, it's, it's hypernormalization, too. He probably just doesn't care because that shit goes so quick through the cycle so even if something less than gracious is written about it yeah. he probably doesn't give a shit it's all it is is it's just it's an it's an argument that goes back to the 80s that there is a specific established pr- set of parameters in which you have to adhere um if you're going to be taken seriously as a journalist in this country right. and so so it's not like a hard influence. It's not like Bezos saying you can and can't say this. Although he might well, I don't I'd even say where know. Bezos comes in is that 
like okay let's just use epstein for an example <laughs> maybe what actually happened what no go, go let's just use a topical example <laughs> jeffrey epstein <laughs> you, have you heard of it uh have you heard of this guy maybe what actually happened here's even here's even more conspiratory is that uh a uh, an amazon factory burned to the ground killing a million people in a village somewhere and he didn't want that to get out so he killed he killed jeff and made it made sure that that was what was in the news cycle so no one would even bother with this this silly burnt charred factory story (laughs) well well, my point is fake yeah (laughs) <laughs> I, I'm like you too. I don't necessarily think Jeff Bezos is micromanaging journalists at the Washington Post or anything, but what I am saying is that it is suboptimal for the richest man in the world to own a paper that's supposed to. It's, Tom, its tagline is democracy dies in darkness. Yeah. Tom has zero wealth. <laughs> look, however, at this, look at this broke, broke motherfucker. <laughs> broke broke bitch. dick motherfucker. So, however, he's wearing these fucking bobo shoes. <laughs> Dicky's pants. He's got Mel Gibson on his t shirt. <laughs> Mel Gibson. That's Lou Reed. <laughs> <laughs> Famous anti Semite Mel Gibson. Mel Gibson. On Tom's shirt. Do you think Lou Reed looks nothing like Mel Gibson? Uh, I don't know. Anyway. Mel Gibson. <laughs> anyway. This broke bitch. This broke bitch over here. He will steal. Tom will still put in a call to try to get out of a traffic ticket. Mm, yeah. Uh, you know what I mean? These people. Okay, have, that's a good they point. They have money. They, it, is, it is like, it is a rite of passage. It is a fire in their belly to escape accountability or, or yeah. get their way. To throw around their power. That's very true. How? Do, I mean, me and Michelle were just talking about this because we've been trapped in the house, so we ordered some shit on Amazon, mm-hmm. and it came the very next day, and we had like a fucking half hour conversation about how how we thought Jeff Bezos conned the post office, the post service into free Prime. How Prime came to be? Like, how? What? How, do you think he had to kill someone, or like, <laughs> uh, you know, what are the millions of dollars spent? figuring out this prime shipping situation that beforehand you couldn't get anything fucking shipped anywhere especially out of eastern kentucky our mail goes through another state right they ask to go to knoxville yeah we ordered something on saturday and it was here on monday i don't believe it this is crazy well it's like a free labor force for him you know like I don't know. It's like a contract, I guess. He maybe like contracts out the. But I, there's no other thing I could get mailed that quickly from anywhere else. Nothing. Right. Like my mom couldn't rush deliver something to me. From Tom's mom couldn't rush deliver something to him from down the goddamn street, Terrence. <laughs> right. She really couldn't. She's she's bedridden right now. Well, you're making me worse. <laughs> you're sending me into a worse spiral. The anyway, point, the thing sorry, is, the Bernie, was, cut all that out. The Bernie people are. <laughs> I'm not cutting anything. <laughs> this was just a deep hole. This is my meltdown number two for the week. Well, the Bernie people are kind of backed into a hard spot here. Um, this is kind of why I was just facetiously saying they should just start calling for Jeff Bezos' head. But I mean, really though, like they really just should start t- attacking the media, like full throttle like fuck it i mean because they're they can't win because here's the thing 
they are right in the sense that there's a media bias against Bernie. And like you'd be crazy to not be able to see that. Like why is this happening? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what? Why is this happening? Every major editorial board, every I mean like it's incredible how biased the media is against them. They ran a just a flagrant lying like Bernie's clearly on record as talking in front of hundreds of people. This Iowa State parent, exactly. this person just said, exactly. he just weirdly ate a hot dog by himself and, and just walked to- through the crowd. Didn't talk to a single soul. They ran that. I know. They give him like hundreds of Pinocchios every week. <laughs> well, I mean, honestly, their behavior makes me think that Bernie is more powerful than he really is. The pants like- on the pants on fire meter. You're saying is is broken. Well, it's the thing is is that he. It's not that he's more powerful than he really is. It's that if they don't challenge what he's saying, it means okay. the end of them. Well, yes. Here's the thing: the 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 media fundamentally distrusts the masses. They hate the masses. The masses, and so like they can't just they can't just uncritically present what he puts out there because what he puts out there is even though we see it as kind of just tepid and lukewarm it is counter um to the status quo and so they have to uh try to filter it and and uh put cast skepticism on it and everything like that so it's not so much that he has more power than he actually does it's just that like he's speaking against the status quo i mean for example you saw him talking about like at the debates like look the debate's gonna go to commercial, and you're gonna have health. You're gonna see healthcare ads, and they fucking hate that. Like that's where their revenue comes from, healthcare ads. And they, you know, like, and he's just calling them their shit for what it is. And so, like, they can't. Um, I mean, this this is the thing about the Bernie campaign is that like I saw some of the people who run that campaign on Twitter like bellyaching, like, oh my god, it's been a crazy twenty four hours of media has been after. It's like. Go after them, like fuck go it. go after them back. Just, this it, is what you're doing. It this doesn't, is, yeah, because it what doesn't. What do you think your job is? You can't win because they're going. This is the thing. They're they're they really are between a rock and a hard place. Is because if you point out the bias against the Bernie thing, the media is just going to fucking do what they've done over the yeah, last yeah, yeah. forty eight hours to say, oh, this is a conspiracy theory, blah blah blah. So you might as well just fucking. Um, I'm telling you, this is when we need to deploy some yes men shit and just start putting out a bunch of false headlines about crazy leftist shit happening and make them have to back 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 out of it and say no 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 <laughs> no 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 we didn't we didn't run pipelines of clean water to this city what are you talking about that didn't happen no 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 yeah i don't know <laughs> you're coming unglued aren't you Tim? i really am come unglued you're 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 glued you're glued tanya too hot for this shit. You have the glue that holds this operation together. It's too goddamn hot for this shit. Well, you're talking about a meltdown, and this is when you were talking about Bernie, and I was thinking about the in the healthcare. I was thinking about the my mom's talking about like she's on Medicare now, still you know has to pay like two hundred bucks a month for like her healthcare and shit. She's like, well, I gotta start looking at these Medicare supplements, and I never really thought about Medicare supplements. You know what I mean? It's just that's how like. Even if we get M4A, that's how, like, this kind of shit is how the, the insurance companies are still going to stay relevant. You know, well, you need more to bridge the gap, mm-hmm. you know, and all that kind of shit, because whatever. And I today I confronted the healthcare industry head on, because... <laughs> And I and the the, regular Bernie Sanders here. <laughs> <laughs> uh, head on. So, 
I stormed into MCHC earlier. I was fucking mad as hell. My Same. mom. My mom had to go to the ER the other night. She's got this skin infection. It's caused her whole leg to swell red and be weird and all this stuff. And they gave her, like, amoxicillin for it. And I was like, well, you know, last time, because she has, like, this recurrent thing. I was like, last time, like, they gave you heavy-duty IV antibiotics, and it didn't look that bad. Yeah. So I was like, Let, let's call your doctor what and see what we need to do. What's amoxicillin going to do? Yeah. So I call MCHC, and, and my mom calls MCHC, and she can't hear, so she's got this woman on speakerphone. And I say, yeah, well, you know, ask to speak to your doctor and say, like, you know, should I be on something different? Do I need to go back to the hospital? What do I need to do? <clears throat> this woman gets on the phone, she's like, uh, Dr. Cotter, uh, I shouldn't say his name, doesn't speak to patients over the phone. And she's like, I just have a question about the drugs that they're giving me. I went to the ER, and she explained the situation. I was like, Mom, just, like, insist to speak to the doctor. This woman doesn't know the ins and outs of staph infections or whatever. <laughs> and this, this woman goes, well, it's hard to do any doctrine over the phone, you know, bring her in here. And I was like, well, we're, we've made an appointment. And I took off the phone. I was like, we've made an appointment for tomorrow, but this is not one of those things that can just wait, like, you know, two or three days and see what happens you know this is a serious deal it's an infection all this stuff and uh this one would refuse to let my mom speak to her doctor like just fought it tooth and nail and i was like well send a message for him and then call us back like if he doesn't you know whatever we just need to figure out like is this adequate medication for the situation and would not. I had to go down there, and I was faced with that situation. Every Marxist is is like, how do you how how much should you blow up on a worker if they're on some bullshit? You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> and I kind of let her have it a little, a little. Did you get to talk to the doctor? No, didn't get me anywhere. I was just like, look, she's got an infection that could turn into sepsis or anything. Like this is not like some like sinus infection that we can just wait and see what happens with. You know what I mean? Like, you know, you're. Not to pull rank on you or anything, but you don't know what the fuck you're talking about. <laughs> I need to speak to the doctor. So, well, I'll send a message for him to see what it is and have her call you back. I was like, that's all I fucking wanted you to do. I yeah. mean, that, that place is an absolute goddamn circus. It's real bad. The, this hysterectomy has felt like she was getting it on the black market. Honest to God. Yeah. We might as well have just uh, fucking got this done in a basement. Yeah. That's how it's fucking felt. Dude, you want to see something bleak, though? Did y'all see the front page of the Mountain Eagle? No. Fucking two state employees um, are currently being sued or, or I don't know, charges brought against them for stealing Medicaid benefits. That's how desperate it is out there. People are stealing Medicaid benefits. They're stealing, yeah, health care. What do you mean? Yeah, um, they use computers to steal Medicaid benefits. Like sign themselves up on Medicaid. Like, yeah, yeah. When like, they didn't necessarily qualify for it, uh, right? Like that's we're doing crime. We're doing, doing crimes, crimes to preserve to our health. Live. Right, right. To yeah. live. Okay, yeah. like it's not like they rerouted um, refunds or something to themselves in cash. Yeah. They were stealing health coverage. Yeah. Well, and so this is why. <clears throat> this is why I don't think it's so much that Bernie has the power to actually do something about it. I think it's just that like if more people are talking about it. Yeah, no, the media fucking hates the masses. Yeah, just, so maybe it's his organizing base. Yeah. His, like, encouraging of people. And, I mean, I would say that Bernie is someone who, I, I'd say he is a rare politician who doesn't necessarily need 
uh, the hop around him. Like it's like the hops around issues. I would say. Yeah. No, he said that about Bernie. Yeah. Yeah. For all the things they say about it being a cold of personality, I certainly think with any politician that's probably you know partly or if not mostly true. But one thing you have to say about Bernie, he has stuck it with his talking points almost to a you know to a fault. <laughs> Fifty fucking years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. I, well, I think this is a good pausing spot to um, talk about what we're going to talk about in part two. Yeah. Okay. You want to give, give some teasers? We'll take a little bit of a break. Um, uh, let me think about it. Let's see. We I'm going to have a meltdown on this break and come back refreshed <laughs> for part two. <laughs> I'm going to walk out on the front porch, see you smoking a cigarette and crying. I'm going to take my pants off, honestly, is what I'm going to do. Oh that's, what <laughs> that's how i got to get comfortable. My God. I'm on high-waisted undies. It'll be like a bathing suit. It's fine. Oh, well, we'll, we'll switch gears in the part two of this that will be on the Patreon. But let's if there's any through lines here, it's that um, it's been a really h- a hilarious week in that Conspiracy is all the talk, from Moscow Mitch to Epstein. Well, we've reached conspiracy singularity with Epstein. Exactly, <laughs> that's what it is. It's very true. They all come back to Epstein. So, if there's <laughs> anything to like tie a bow on it, it's that the economy might be tanking. <laughs> More good news. Yeah. Actually. <laughs> Come back at 6 o'clock for more on, the, on the economy. Tanking right. economy. Yeah. I Terrence mean, Market Watch. I even have a, <laughs> a local conspiracy that we're going to get to. Really? I get to tell you all about. I mean, it's kind of a conspiracy. You went, you went, you sure you don't want to just. Uh, I'm going to tease it a little bit and then we're going to talk about it in part two. <laughs> Damn it, Tanya. That's how we're getting a Patreon. Okay, getting fair enough. Now, I'm going to sign up so I can hear this. Yeah. Um, there was a high speed chase on Pine Creek last night. And you have a conspiracy about what actually happened? Well, I've got a no, about what could be happening. They never found him. They never caught him. Oh. This motherfucker hit the loop. I live you know, come back, come back. <laughs> All I'm gonna say is if God if Epstein's it. not a part of this, I'm out. Uh, well they had yeah. half a dozen cops up there and this motherfucker. It's still not been found. I got some conspiracies about where he's at. Well, oh, okay. shout out to you uh, wherever you are. Um, yeah, homie. I'll, come come stay at my house. I'll cook <laughs> you dinner, baby. <laughs> Hit me up. Shout out to that person. Shout out to the 50-year-old woman who you said looked identical to Michael Moore and sounded identical oh, to Michael fuck Moore. fuck yeah. I wanted, to go in, I wanted to go talk to her. Like, Chapo had Michael Moore on their show. Let's have the Letcher County Michael Moore. <laughs> I got her name. <laughs> they, they came out because we were in the waiting room. They came out and called her name, and I was like... I'm finding this woman. I'm, gonna, yeah. I'm not going to dox her here, but yeah, the female Michael yeah. Moore. Yeah. Well, I don't know how she, yeah, who yeah, knows what her gender is, yeah, but right. Letcher County, the Letcher County Michael Moore. Letcher County Mike, MM. By visual and auditory. Yeah. She sounded just like him, too. It was incredible. Um, all right. Well, if you want to hear part two, um, which we are now recording in tandem these days, I guess. It's only the second time we've done it. Um, well, right. from here on out, I guess we'll have to do it. Mr. Tom Sexton is now no longer a, a resident of Letcher County. Yeah, yeah. I am. God. Jesus. <laughs> Still get the London Review of Books here. <laughs> <laughs> you getting the LRB delivered the LRB here? delivered he's, to he's my door. by coastal Yeah. Yeah. You got to commute. I you gotta, have a commute. I got Yeah, I have a commute. He's carrying dual citizenship these days. Yeah. 
Um, all right. Well, go to the Patreon, P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com slash Trailbilly Workers Party, and check out the shit there. Uh, we also have some tour dates coming up. At the end of September. I'm so excited. And exactly what Tom said we were doing is what we're doing. I'm in shock, honestly, that it worked out exactly the way Tom said. You know why? Because Lee Baines was involved. And Lee is solid as fuck. Yeah. This is my, this is what I think. Well, um, I, I do have to say, though, I love Tom. I love Lee Baines. But um, you know how at the end of that first Kanye West album, College Dropout, where Jay-Z's like, hey, first and foremost, fuck you, Kanye, for making me do this shit? Yeah. I just want to say fuck you, Tom, and fuck you, Lee Baines, for making me do this shit. The first tour date is on my birthday. <gasps> I'm working for this goddamn podcast on my birthday. Can't we make it a big party, though? That'll be so fun, Terrence. Shut up. You're going to get so much love that day. It's Everybody's going to buy. It's work, Tanya. We're the workers' <laughs> party, Tanya. <laughs> I don't care what anyone says. I was says. about to say, everyone's going to be buying you drinks. <laughs> he doesn't drink. It's, uh, yeah, well. It's work. It's, in, it's yeah, work right, to get up it there is, But it's going to be a lot easier. No one's going to boo you on your birthday. But what if they did? You should just get up there and moon everybody. <laughs> Pull out a birthday fucking drop trowel. Just shit on stage. It'll be awesome. Um, Who cares? So that means the September 26th um, is Nashville. Nashville, Tennessee at the East Room. Friday, September 27th, Sluggos in Chattanooga, Tennessee. Saturday, uh, September 28th, we're in Green Lantern in Lexington, Kentucky. And Sunday, September 29th, Motor Pub, Cincinnati, Ohio. Nice, nice. I'm excited about all those shows, especially Chattanooga because I've never been there. Chat town, baby. It's cool. And that's where Usher's from. I love Chattanooga. And shout out to the Meltons. <laughs> some of my best friends from high school now live in Nashville. Can't wait to see them. Um, hell yeah. This is my confessions. Just when I thought that they caught me jack, my mom caught me jacking. No. <laughs> God damn. <laughs> Stay tuned for part two, baby. I'll finish that for you. Find All us right. on Patreon. All right. See you later.